The library was as silent as the grave. This week on the podcast, Richie Tankersley Q6, Overdue. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. So it's just us again this week. It's the Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah. I'm eh. medium. We're good. We <laughs> we're, have each we're other. We're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool. Everything is cool. So we were talking before the podcast started how we're both kind of like blah today. Yeah, we're both blah. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm blah. There aren't really any answers. Well, okay. Actually, I know. I kind of know my answer. I kind of know my answer, too. You go first. Well, I like like we had secrets. Yeah. Like, mm, we don't know why. We don't know I'm why. Just kidding. Here's why. It's like the, the idea why is like bubbling at the top of my brain. We have theories. We have theories. We don't have answers. Isn't that how we walk through life, though? The best mm. we can hope for is theories and not answers. Mm, true. The, the truth is out there. The future is now. The children are our future. I'm loving it, Mick World. Ba da ba ba ba. Um. So, <laughs> whoa, slow jam. I'm loving it. My theory is, mm-hmm. um, that so I bought or I received our lovely friend Patrick, mm-hmm. um, sent me a text with a picture of a Nintendo Switch and people that. Don't know this. The Nintendo Switch has been sold out for like two months. Yeah, people and said be loving it. They speaking of loving it, loving it. And he goes, "Do you want?" Or he says something like, "Hey, are you still looking for a Switch?" Whoa. And I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah." So I bought that thing off of him, and I've been playing it when I'm not working. So I'll be like doing VO, which is a lot of like me sitting in my little studio, and then playing Switch, which is a lot of me just like sitting on my couch. And so I have not really been moving at all, and I'm very used to going running, like, every day. And so I have not done any of that. And I've been laying in very strange ways. So my back started hurting. My sciatica is, like, acting up. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I've been, like, panicking because I'm like, is this going to be another fucking bout of sciatica, or am I going to, like, dodge it? Because sometimes I can, like, catch it early and be like, no, 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 I'll just, like, stretch that, like, muscle, resist the urge to be, like, rub it a lot, because rubbing the muscle doesn't really help. So I think that's it. I think it's my extra sedentariness. Yeah. And that has a huge effect on your mood. Mm-hmm. And I've been very um, overworked just because, like, I've been really hoofing it with jobs and stuff because I was panicked about having paid taxes. And so I was like, Gah, I, yeah. I need to live. You guys, Telly, Telly called me the number. Mm-hmm. Kelly told me the number that she had to pay in taxes <laughs> when her returns were done. We won't say it on the air. But it's eleven but, million dollars. <laughs> but she's really hurting, and now she has to hold the world hostage <laughs> so that she can pay her eleven billion dollars. If you're listening, if you're listening to this right now, don't try the door. You can't. You mm-hmm. can't open it. Just wire me the money, and I will unlock it remotely. Yeah, we're all <laughs> locked in our homes. That is what I meant. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean that she had a nuclear warhead and was going to blow no. up the earth. No, I'm small scale. Meant I'm grassroots. That we were all just <laughs> on house arrest. And Kelly was like, mm, "As soon as I receive the wire transfer, <laughs> just a hundred bucks each, y'all. You, I'll be so happy." <laughs> you can't even order pizza because the pizza delivery people are stuck in their homes. They're stuck. Everyone's stuck. 
<laughs> what a low-key way to hold the world hostage. <laughs> I like to be personal. Very funny. Um, how are you feeling, Lindsay? I'm feeling both bummed mm. and frustrated, like irritated, like I feel angry. Mm. And my theory, and here's why I'm calling it a theory and not like this is definitely what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Is because I found this out a few hours ago, but in the last half hour, something has hit my mood. Mm-hmm. So my sister, who, as previously stated, has fibromyalgia mm-hmm. and has to be on painkillers, like, always, mm-hmm. got laid off from her job today, mm. and her insurance ends at midnight. No. Yeah. What? I That's bananas. Like, she has to go on COBRA right away so that there's no gap in it's her expensive. insurance and she's saying it's like super expensive yeah and we're like just do it for one month and then in the meantime you have you can have a covered california plan ready mm-hmm. to go so we're like trying to figure this out but it is like a huge problem she needs a job so listeners if you <laughs> if you have any connections in the world of marketing digital marketing like event planning. She does event planning too. She has experience in that. She was like a director of digital marketing and now she doesn't have a job. So if you have connections in that arena, please write to us at teencreepspod at gmail.com. Help a sister out. Help my sister uh, out. Help a sister's sister out. I, so I guess that that is what is getting to me right now. But I also feel like, I mean, that's not my news, but I am concerned. It's I'm still very concerned. concerning, yes. and especially because you fi- you cannot really do anything about it. So there's a helplessness aspect. Yeah, and I'm just like so pissed off for her. Yeah, I am yeah. pissed off for her. I am pissed off at the state of insurance. I am pissed off. And look, we have we have received feedback that people don't like it when we talk about politics. And you know what? That's cool. You're allowed you to have think your whatever opinion, you want. Yeah, but. This is our podcast, and we express our opinions on this podcast. And my opinion is that the dismantling of the Affordable Care Act is a bunch of bullshit. Mm. I have five pre-existing conditions. Yeah. And I will be 40 in five years. Ups my premiums mm-hmm. as well. I would like to have kids one day. Did you know that they consider pregnancy a pre-existing condition? That's bananas. They, they consider oh. having had a baby a pre-existing condition. That's that makes you a high risk, like, so save the babies, but we don't want to help pay for prenatal care or the health of your baby. Mm. And then if you have the baby, fuck you, you owe us $17,000 a year more than anybody else. So yeah, that's my political opinion. My sister was laid off from work and now the Republicans are trying to, to dismantle even what keeps us all going. I guess that that is it. I guess that's I it. Think, I'm super you know pissed. what? Silver lining, but, we know what it is that's but bringing like, you down. But why did this hit me in the last half hour? That's the way the, that's the, way the mind works. I that's guess. the way it happens. It's just like you take a second to catch your breath and then the stuff that you've been compartmentalizing is like, hello. Yeah. So. yeah. You can't choose when it hits you. No, but I, you can't. So it's just like, why? And that's the thing that I do like every time – Republicans announce whatever they're planning to do or sign or whatnot. My reaction is just, but why? Why yeah. do you want millions to lose their health insurance? Why? Why are you doing these things? Why? It, I I wish why I had an answer for you. I you represent it's it's uh, so anyway. That's 
Kelly and I are a little bit like maybe low energy tonight. Yeah. Let's move on. We don't want to burden you, overly burden you. We're not looking to do 45 minutes of our personal lives. At least not unless it comes organically while we're talking about the book. It might. Because Mm. I don't have loads and loads to say about this book. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. So this week, we're doing Richie Tankersley Q6 Overdue. Kelly, would you like to read the back of the book? Sure. Book drop! (laughs) (laughs) It's It's all caps. I thought you were saying that. Anyway. It was after hours. Kathleen was preparing to close the library when somebody returned five grisly books about death. One was slashed. All were overdue. Then Kathleen found the bookmark with the deadly warning. Now people close to her are falling victim to traffic accident. Oh, tragic accident. <laughs> but one of them's a traffic one accident. Is a traffic I understand accident. why you said that. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Someone is out for blood. Is it Robin? Silent, shy, withdrawn? Is it Alexander, the dark, handsome stranger who haunts the library stacks and says he wants to help? Kathleen can count on only one thing. The killer will strike again. Her death is overdue. That's a good end line. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It's a great way to loop in that title. So what? what's good? The last 10 pages? Yeah. 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 Oh, this book is brought to us by, I believe, Books and Forest on Twitter. I'm going to double check that. Thank you, Pizza Cat. Yeah, thanks, Pizza Cat. One of our earliest listeners, another book, we gave her a shout out last time for no good reason, just because we remember her. But this week, uh, it's her book. And uh, I know we said uh, we we can't credit um, everybody who... You know, in the, the future, who yeah, does it? But guess what? We make our own goddamn rules. So that's that's the end of it right there. That's the last. <laughs> well, these were like, this is, right. these were the early suggestions this, exactly. in, in which there was just the one. Yeah. We've, this was right way at the beginning when we were so young and carefree. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, we're not the only ones who are bummed out. Kathleen's pretty bummed. So bummed. Oh, this is a point horror book. Hmm. Mm, good to know. Mm. Ah. Mm. Uh. Published April 1995. I think this is Books in a Forest. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, well, you can edit that out if, yeah. if it's not. But yeah, Kathleen hates working at this library. She hates all libraries, which is bananas to me. Did she say she hates all libraries? But especially this one. <laughs> You're shitty, Kathleen. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> She's like, they're all mildewy and stuffy and disgusting. Wow, I don't remember that statement. Mm, it's early on. But fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, because we were going to do this episode quite a while ago. We were. And so we both read like, the I, first, the first third, 70 pages of this book. Yeah. And then we're like, like pause. Weeks ago. And then I read all the rest of it in the last two days. So I skimmed the first part again. Mm-hmm. I did too. And I mean, it was a, a light skim. Mm-hmm. It was a... Because the same thing happens over and over again. Yeah. In which... One of three men in love with Kathleen mm-hmm. are suspected, are both suspected of and at risk her for and at risk. <laughs> it's true and at risk for being hurt. Okay, boy contenders are best friend, handsome, Bran, very Italian, funny guy, class clown boy. Mm-hmm. Used to be funny, now he's handsome, but he's but also still funny. still funny and also like is he and Kathleen are so mean to each other. Okay, what is Alexander's name? I just have Alexander ridiculous name. Look it up. Alexander something. Alexander Hodges the third. You know what I'm gonna say? 
I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to make an executive decision here. If you have a the third in your name, you don't have to introduce yourself that way. Like, you don't have to tell people. Yeah, don't. You don't, don't say to, you're the third. You don't Nobody have to say asked that. for that. Nobody you can ask for that information. You could just say Alex. I'm going to read the part where Alexander <laughs> enters the book. Please. Because this is not somebody that Kathleen already knows. No, he's new. He just shows up at the library. With a scream, Kathleen stepped back. She saw the tall figure framed there in the doorway. They're in the library, by the way. It's late at night. Kathleen's alone. And as she prepared, <laughs> let me just uh, set the so stage. So good. This action. <laughs> Paint the scenery yes. and whatever. And as she prepared to run, it started coming slowly toward her, the figure. I, I added that. Okay. I can't remember if I skipped that. Anyway, let's start over. She saw the tall figure framed there in the doorway. And as she prepared to run, it started coming slowly toward her. Lightning crashed, flooding the room with eerie yellow light. The stranger reached behind him and slammed the door shut. You, he said angrily, come over here. Kathleen got ready to scream again. She opened her mouth, but suddenly he grabbed her, his hand smothering her cries. Stop that, he gave her a shake. I hate screaming. She tried to free herself, but he only held her tighter. His body pressed firmly against her own. She twisted her head and felt his hand clamp harder over her mouth. Don't, he said. I'm not going to hurt you. And then his, his hand slides down from her face, and he's like, Alexander Hodges the third, And he's just, like, there for some books. Here's my problem. Fuck off, Alexander. Richie, I get that you have to make him seem like a red herring. I get it. But you've just made him a straight-up asshole. And he assaults her. He assaulted her. He's assaulting her and telling her to shut the fuck up. And he, he, he engages in this like, kind of behavior throughout the book. And, and she's like, where did you come from? And he goes, California. It's like, fuck, you know what the fuck, I, what are you doing right now? He acts too cute too often. I, I detested him. I hated him throughout the book. They're all so fucking condescending yeah. to Kathleen. Nobody believes she's her. She's the, uh, like, classic, nobody believes the main character. Yeah. Even though she's, she's listing yeah. many, like, alarming things that are taking place. Why does nobody believe her about the books that are being left? So it's like every time somebody gets hurt, there is a corresponding book near them. The book always disappears. Yeah. And this is like the bananas part. Like she she's like, it's this specific book was there. And even when um, one of the characters is found in a car with her face like burned by acid. Yeah. And Kathleen sees the book Phantom of the Opera on her lap. And then later, Alec or is his name Alex? Alexander. Alexander. Sorry. Hodges so sorry. the third. Okay. Alexander Hodges the third says, um, actually, that was probably her purse, which is like, she not Everything only imagined is... a book, but a specific book. Like, that's I crazy. Like, oh, she had one of those like Phantom of the Opera branded purses. <laughs> <laughs> she got it at Hot Topic. <laughs> oh my God. She's like super into Phantom of the Opera. She has all the Phantom of the Opera Funko Pop toys. <laughs> Like what? I imagined a title on her purse. You know what? You, you get really I'm burned out. Insane. No, seriously. Yeah, like that. She's that insane that she imagined a titled book. Specific. Like they. Like everybody is so. Everybody is crying. Sexist. Yeah. Hysteria. Yeah. Every, like every page of this book. At every they're trying. They are gaslighting the shit out yes. of her. But they don't even know that they're doing it. Well, because they like. They don't trust her. They don't trust her judgment. At all. They don't trust her her powers of perception. When they all it is is eyesight. Yeah. 
it is so basic what she is telling them. If somebody said this to me, I would be like, Jesus Christ, that is really weird. Yeah. No, it is. Do okay. you want me to accompany you everywhere, everywhere you, you go? go. <laughs> okay. Because these are, a, this is a list of the things that everybody is like, mm, you imagined it. Okay. She receives scare, or she finds overdue books returned after closing, scary torture books and Dante's Inferno. Yeah. All the torture pictures are cut out. Then her and house there, burns isn't down. Isn't there, oh. And a note. That says like know, right. uh, horrors await you or some shit. I got this confused for a second with a real thing that happened to me, which is what? that I once uh, checked out a book from the library and there was a single razor blade <gasps> tucked between the pages. And so I was about to say, wasn't there a razor blade inside the book? But no, that was me in my real life in college. <laughs> that is like a scary story people tell their kids. Like, don't go to blah, blah, blah. It was blah. a book about the, what's the big... A theater group that like Marlon Brando was a part of mm. um, the act, the acting group was it that some I the actors circle the actors group anyway you guys know this <laughs> everyone was a theater major like myself <laughs> um, so I'm checking a book out about that group and there was a page about Ilya Kazan but he he ratted he testified against people in the like House of Un American Activities mm-hmm. hearings. Um, and a bunch of people got blacklisted. And so somebody had written, like, next to Ilya Kazan's, like, photo and name, they wrote, traitor. <gasps> and then there was a razor blade in the book. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I had, like, a low, low-key overdue moment. That is pretty scary. But instead of freaking out, I just, like, I took the razor blade out and I put the book back on the shelf and I threw the razor blade away. <laughs> You're so pragmatic. Yeah. Well, I mean, what am I going to keep it as a memento? That's weird. I, I am shocked that nobody that they keep saying everything's a prank. Yeah. How many like do they have just like a town filled with pranksters? pranksters just oh, they're like, oh, it's probably a, one of those pranking sprees. Yeah. I mean, the, you can't the you can't do anything. Have been talking about all the milk cartons are filled with orange juice. All the <laughs> I'm trying to think of other pranks. Uh, Every time you go out to your car, eggs all over it. Eggs all over. Uh, all the toilets are bidets. Uh, <laughs> all of the toilets are bidets. You can't use a toilet. You can't use a toilet. You can only fighting. wash your butt. It's a bidet. So you're just having a, you're just having a clean wet butt. your ass. Wet, wet ass. There's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Um, classic prank. <laughs> classic prank. Classic prank is that you remove toilets from the premises <laughs> install and you install a very expensive, expensive bidet bidets. Nice that bidets. has different plumbing needs. I different. Think. Oh, because water's shooting and it has to be exactly. clean, right? Oh, I would fucking hope so. <laughs> it's at least so potable. Like, so instead of instead of like clean water that you poop in, <laughs> normally it's contaminated water that you're shooting at your butt. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's clean water, Kelly. <laughs> Dirty water. Use reclaimed water. Everybody's get, got like botulism everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a horrible city or town. Um, God, no wonder they're like, Kathleen, who gives a shit? They're like, they're, we've got bigger problems. My ass is wet every day. <laughs> my ass is wet and dirty. I cannot fix it. <laughs> All of my shoes are two left They're two feet. left. Two left feet. 
And all my gloves are hats. Somehow all of my shoelaces have been made shorter. All <laughs> of my gloves are hats. too short. All my gloves are hats. All of my hats are gloves. All my hats are gloves and I can't switch them. Please <laughs> shut the fuck up, Kathleen. <laughs> we all have problems. <laughs> this book is nothing. It's probably just one of these fucking horrible <laughs> pranks. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I went out to my car instead of tires. It was just rabbit's feet. <laughs> and I opened my trunk and it was all snow globes. <laughs> all snow all globes. globes. <sighs> this town is upside down. <laughs> this, this town is wacky. Um, but her house fucking burns down and still she like it doesn't burn down. Okay, it's number nine. It catches a flame. It, there is a house fire and there is damage. And she panics so much that, like, it's not that she bad, but she just, like, window. jumps out the window. <laughs> She's like, uh, 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 out the window! <laughs> and then they're like, oh, don't worry, though, because the fireman was right there to he catch her. He happened to be coming but out. But she, like, leapt, just, like, leap yeah. of faith. Didn't even know that there, that the fire brigade was there yet. She didn't even really, like, check, you know, you're supposed to, like, touch your door and see if they're, um doorknobs hot yeah she didn't do any of that she no. just like wakes up and is like smoke uh, father out the window father <laughs> <laughs> see you in another life and like jumps out the window oh it's also been like so strongly established that her parents are going through a divorce mm. that she chose her father over her mother mm -hmm. her mother's pissed about that and won't talk to her anymore yeah and her mom's jealous of her friends because mm -hmm. um, of all the time she gets to spend with mm -hmm. them and everybody around hates her father for how much time he has to spend away for work. Yeah. Everybody hates him. Bran's mom is, like, outwardly rude to him. Yeah. Mrs. Vanelli constantly giving him Italian shit. Oh, yeah. She is She's, all up in there with her Italian mother ways. She's feeding She's people. Pasta. She's, She's making, making pastries. pastries. <laughs> what else is she making? She's making... She's uh, forcing everyone to eat. All the time, everybody's got to eat. She's, she's using Italian slang, Italian oh. pet names. He's calling her Ma. Mm -hmm. um, she's calling Kathleen Cara. Oh, not about that. She's decided that all the girls are bad except for Della and Kathleen. Mm -hmm. And really except, wants. I will say, all the other girls are bad. They are so They're shitty. So mean. They're super They're shitty. So, so mean. So one of the things that happened is Kathleen, so after the fire. Yes. And she had found Dante's Inferno with the library. Mm -hmm. So that's what corresponds there. She finds Anna Karenina in the floor of Brand's, Brand's car. car. And then this was a little confusing. It's not quite a train. Yeah. Whatever. So <laughs> Bran has a flat, has to pull over to the side of the road. A truck with no driver. No driver. Comes barreling down the road. Is headed straight for Della. Bran like jumps, tries to throw Della down. They both get injured, but Della's in intensive care, and Bran is just in the hospital. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be okay. And Della's been in like a coma for most of the book. And then later, Kathleen, like a car of shitty popular girls, speeds up to Kathleen's like curb or mm -hmm. whatever. She's gone to vi visit Della's parents to be to like. Help them through yeah. this very intense time. Unknown why they're not at the hospital, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Monica <laughs> Franklin, new girl in town. Mm, who so beautiful. Seeing Bran. Mm -hmm. Shows up with her friends, Vivian and whoever the fuck. Yeah, it's Vivian and, and other girls. Nameless girls, just faceless girls. Horrible, mean, faceless Horrible, girls. Horrible, mean girls. 
and are like, hey, do you want to ride, Kathleen? <laughs> you were going to say Kath did not want to continue. And then I was like, they wouldn't call her Kath. They, they were wouldn't. calling her Kathleen. Thanks for being true to the book. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, that's a nickname, and they wouldn't be that familiar. Mm-mm. And Kathleen's like, oh, whatever. So yeah. she gets in the car, and they are saying horrible mm-hmm. things. They're like, oh, it, like, you were the only one not hurt in the accident. <laughs> Guess it was your fault. Did you cause it? Everybody around you dies, Kathleen. Yeah, everyone's blah, blah, blah. saying. Everyone's mm-hmm. saying that. Sorry about dies. your dead friend, Della. Yeah. They were fucking awful. And so she's just like, pull over. Let me out. Oh, yeah. And all they want is info on Bran. Because like, they're pumping her for info on Bran. Bran doing? Is Bran okay? Because Bran is super handsome Brand. if we didn't mention. Mm-hmm. So they're horrible. So, yeah, Mrs. Vanelli has every right mm-hmm. to hate everybody but Kathleen and Della. I really liked Della. Um, I liked when she – so she's like the cool girl. And she's always mm-hmm. got her headphones in. She's listening the to giant music. giant bow on them. Yep. And um, when he gets a flat tire, he's kind of just look. Uh, when Bran's just kind of looking at it. And so she starts fixing it. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, changing your flat tire. What, does this offend your masculinity? Yeah. I really liked her. And I then liked, she gets hit by a truck. Yeah, and then she gets hit by a truck, which she had coming for being a feminist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you like those politics listeners? <laughs> We're grumpy. I'm we sorry. Are. It's okay. We'll anyway, feminism. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I liked Della, Kathleen, and Bran's whole. I liked dynamic. their dynamic. I yeah, liked it was a their fun, dynamic a lot. Friendly dynamic. Then, I like that they give Bran so much shit about Monica. I I loved that because frankly, he has it coming. He even does. though he like isn't into her, he still is. It's kind still of, fun. It's yeah. fun to give your friends shit. It's fun to give your friends shit. The next thing that she finds is a dead bird. On the oh, yeah. top shelf. The stabbed Robin. With a pencil stabbed through its heart. Because the other guy who works at the library is, is named, named Robin. Robin. He can't speak. He's unable to speak. Due to some trauma. Fine. Yeah. In the past. They never specify. They do not specify. Books and TV and movies love, love to, to say a person is mute without actually giving them a physical um, deformity. Yeah. Like in The Others. In the others, I love that movie. In um, other things, <laughs> in other stuff, yeah, people like saying that muteness is caused by like mental trauma, which maybe it is, but I think that they're conveniently using it because like they don't want to deal with what the actual practical aspects of being mute are. So they're just like mm, they're mute. Kathleen, really, I keep calling her Kath because everybody calls her Kath. I guess I'll just go with it. Kath really likes Robin. She talks to him all the time. They have sort of like an easy repartee, even though he can't speak. Like they they know the facial mm-hmm. signals. She He's needs to learn some some sign language. What she needs to learn <laughs> is to is the signs of her friends being in love with her. He literally he is cupping her face. So loves her. Almost about He's to kiss about her. About to kiss her. He. Alexander kisses her. Brian so obviously loves her. Yeah. Everybody loves Kathleen. She's kind of a Mary Sue. It's a little much. She's very like, <laughs> I'm just so perfect. Mm. Except nobody believes does her. That a, does that apply? To non-fan fiction? <laughs> well, also because like she doesn't have any special skills. She's just no, like. No, she's it's, actually it's not. more like. She's not that good at. She's not good at anything. She's like a fantasy. She's like. Um, she's just, yeah, a girl dreaming of having three boys. Having three boys. In love with in her. In love with her. Bran. That's like a juvenile. Juvenile. It's like a short heroine. story I would write in like yeah. middle school in my journal. Oh, yeah. I for sure did that. Or just like imagined it. 
yeah. just fantasized like, oh my about God. it. Like, all these boys just like me. love me. Even though uh, in real life, that's fucking horrible. Well, it sucks. If somebody likes you and you don't like them. It does suck. Ugh. Well, I'm sure we've talked about that before. We have. Anyway, everybody's in love with her. Everybody. Robin's mute. Find a bird. Stabbed. If, and then we don't really see any payoff for that for a while. Till the end. But if I found a bird on okay. a bookshelf, stabbed, with a little couplet about a robin. Yeah. And people around me thought that I was being an alarmist. I would be like, go fuck yourself. Somebody stabbed a bird. Yeah. And they left the bird corpse in my place of work. <laughs> it says Robin in the thing. A Robin works here. What is wrong with your brain that you think this isn't a real thing? I'm this... not. I shall not be kissing you later, Alexander Hodges III. You are fucking patronizing. Yeah, I would say that he's probably the most egregious of the people that are like denying her. Because Bran is just, like, he does it, like, a couple times. But Alexander, like, will aggressively go out of his way to try and prove her wrong. He thinks he's so smart. Well, because he go- he is a part-time student at the college. Mm-hmm. And she's only in high school. So um, <laughs> I think he knows what he's talking about. Or just after high school. I forget. She's a senior she's during spring a- break. Okay, there it is. I would hate this person. I would hate him. He's I hated so him. so condescending. He thinks he's so fucking smart. He's like, tell me all. I just want to listen. And then every time she tells him something, he's like, of, you, you've got it all wrong. Really, it's I'm sure it's just this. Yeah. You're letting your female imagination get the better of you. He's just like, you know how people are. Like, someone probably just left it there as a joke. Again, like prank what? city. What? Every time she brings something up. Somebody's trying to make it out to be Prank City. I know. This isn't Prank City. Prank Mm-mm. City is 30 miles east. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Look, I know you're not from here. <laughs> you go to... You're just, you came here for you college, got but... got off on the wrong stop. It's so irritating. Yeah. That one is the most Because that one is so bananas. One. It is... Who stabs a bird? Like, that... That's not a prank. That's a sick fuck. Yeah. Also, I mean, I guess I'll ask this question when we get to the reveal of who it is. Because I have some questions. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, then we have Monica, who was found in the car, face burned with acid, Phantom of the Opera book on her lap. And then, of course, when the cops get there, the book is gone. And everyone's like, mm, but you were just imagining blah, it. Her blah, purse blah, was purse. there. Blah, 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 blah. Um, then I have Kathleen is running around the library with Bran. And she, Bran goes missing. So basically, well, when we should Vivian go back. When did disappear? Could, oh, so right. The thing Vivian with Monica, disappeared after Monica. As soon as the thing with Monica happened, I was like, okay. So she told she told Alexander about Monica and Vivian saying horrible things. Maybe it's, but then also Robin was lurking. So I was like, okay, maybe either Alexander Hodges III or Robin are hearing about who's hassling her mm-hmm. and taking them out because they love her so much. Yeah. I thought maybe it I was thought that. maybe it was, I thought that too. And with the Bran and Della thing, I guess that would just be um, trying to get rid of Bran, and it was an accident. Yeah, that's what I thought. Trying to get rid of the competition. Yeah, and then like, oops, Della. Yeah, oops, Della was dancing in the street. Oops, all berries. Um, and then okay, that's right. So yeah, Vivian goes missing, and Kathleen's like working in the, um, and she keeps looking for books. Because each of these clues has been a book so far, except for the Robin, which is like just intense. 
Um, and she's like in the bathroom. It, it of the- is near a missing book. That's true. She she's check, looking for the book. I think Dante's Inferno. She's going to where Dante's, Dante's Inferno. Inferno. Yeah. It's missing, even though it wasn't checked out. There's a yeah. dead bird. So then she like is cleaning up, and she throughout this whole book, all of these things have been happening, and she keeps like talking herself back down to energy level zero. Like she's like freaking out, freaking out. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, they're, she's right. Got they're right. Everybody else's voice <sighs> in her head. She's doubting her instincts. And so she's like, fine, I'll just, you know what, I'll get back to work. I'll just get back to work. So she keeps going back to work, even though she's like in shock from, that's the other thing that happens. Her okay, I don't, arm. yes, I don't remember when this happens, but. It happens before, before Monica. Before Monica. So she's. Uh, she's like in a room. She she notices that somebody's punched in a window. Not punched out, punched in. Because mm-hmm, the glass is on the floor in front. And. She like reaches through for some reason. I don't remember Even why. Mid reading, I was like, I don't understand why, why she did through. this. But then a hand grabs her wrist and like yanks it down, and her whole freaking arm yeah. gets dragged across a fucking broken piece of glass, cutting her way open. And then still, fucking Alexander Hodges the third. He's like, oh, no, it's just that, see, the floor was sort of rotted out and you probably fell a little. And she's like, I fucking felt a hand on my wrist. And he's like, who knows what people think when they're in trouble? He, he's like, <laughs> like, he's like, you did say it happened really fast. And it's like, like, there is a difference between time and feeling something. Yeah. And also, like, you don't imagine something happening because of how quickly it happened. Like, you might not be able to taken all the details of something like you might forget a person's face or you might kind of forget what you heard Mm -hmm. or blah 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 but you still know if you saw a face yeah or heard a thing Mm -hmm. or felt an arm yeah like whether it did or did not happen not the details i fucking hate this guy you know what the thing is because he's not the villain he's even more of a villain Mm -hmm. because like all of his behavior isn't because he's trying to hide the fact that he's killing someone he's just an asshole that like dismisses her reality i guess i mean if we're talking like really why is he like this it's just because he needs to seem like he might be the one doing it that's why he's trying to cover up but there's got to be a more artful way because he's just such a dick it's done such a dick really clumsily it's like it is so overtly like red herring Mm -hmm. writing and that was why i was like either this book is bad at faking it and he is the killer because i thought maybe he could be my best guess was still robin but i thought that it might be him but then i was like but he just got here why is he so obsessed with kathleen and it seems like it started like right when he got there how would he even know who she Mm -hmm. was so my best guess was robin Mm -hmm. that robin was in love with her and was like taking people close to her out yeah or people who had hurt her yeah like monica and vivian i already said this why am i repeating myself (laughs) So then, okay, the arm thing happens, then the Monica thing, then uh, Kathleen's like, oh, I got to get back to like just, you know, my life. I have to live my life. I have to work at the library. And oh, this whole time, by the way, Miss Finch, the reason why she's working there so much is that Miss Finch is like, I have to go to this convention. Conve- yeah, this conference. That. Yeah. Seminar. Librarian's seminar. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure things sure. like that exist. We have so librarian she, listeners. So let us know. <laughs> let us know. So she's like, I got to go. And I just found out about it today. So I've got to leave. You've got to work at the library. I only trust you. You're going to do it. And I guess Kathleen's a giant pushover. Yeah. She's, she's like, oh, I like, guess. Sure. So she doesn't. 
So that's why she's there all the time. And she, so she's back at work and she, she goes in the bathroom and, she, and she's like, where's Vivian? And then she sees this book on the counter of the bathroom and it says kidnapped. And she's like, oh my God, it's another book. And then this little kid's like, that's my book. And she's like, <laughs> I am so embarrassed. <laughs> and um, of course, after that, who comes out but Alexander Hodges III is like, what was all that screaming about? He hates screaming, he hates as screaming. we've already established. He hates he screaming. cannot stand it. He is the it husband is in the yellow wallpaper. So vulgar. <laughs> it's so vulgar. Disgusting. He, what's the, well, what's the yellow wallpaper again? It's the one where it's like from the uh, point of view of the woman who's locked in the attic and she, all she has for companionship is the yellow wallpaper and she's slowly going insane. Right. At the end, she's just like pulling at the wallpaper and. You, you talked about this, right? I, I think so. Otherwise, I'm sure I have I heard about it elsewhere. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, she starts seeing like faces in the wallpaper, then starts to kind of like become what she sees in the wallpaper and then just like descends completely into madness. And it's just um, she thinks she sees a streak. And so she just like, like walks the diameter of the room, like holding the streak. And that's how it ends with just her like being like, I guess I'll just follow the streak forever. I just realized I didn't hear about it from you. From where? I just saw this recently, randomly, mm. and I can't remember how, mm. but I was thinking about like buying it or checking mm. it out, and then I went, I don't have time to read a different well, book. Well, it's very short. It's a short story. So it's like maybe- Who is it by? Is it Shirley Jackson, author of The Lottery? Charlotte Perkins Gilman. It's 6,000 words. Very short. I don't remember how I came across this, but I put it in some kind of wish list or something. Mm. Well, anyway, her husband locks if, her up there. If you, for hysteria. if you know for a fact that I heard about this from Kelly, by I all have means, talked let me about know. it on the air. I have. I would swear that I saw this on my own, and I was like, on "Remember my that?" Own. <laughs> um, remembering yellow wallpaper. Uh, weird. Yeah, weird, weird. It was yeah from 1892. I feel weirdly very confident that I did not hear about this from you. Mm. Okay. So weird. Mm. Anyway. Um, so yeah, her, yeah. that's her. They're He's the, the husband. husband. Um, and then so she's like, she's like, it's not that book. I'm an idiot. And then he's like, all right, I got to go. Or, oh, she calls him out because they were supposed to go on a date. And she's like, I can't go on this fucking date with him. I'm too freaked out. So she tries to call where he supposedly lives. And they're like, well, we don't, we don't have any record of him having a phone. Yeah, I remember this. And then he, and then she like calls him out later, and he's like, "You idiot! I'm a part time student. I don't live on campus, and I, and I don't, don't have, have a phone. phone." Which, what year is this, sir? <laughs> I know. Why doesn't he have a phone? Why is he off the, the grid? 70s? Like, what do you communicate by postcard? <laughs> what are you talking about you don't have a phone. I communicate by postcard. <laughs> Uh, um, so then I'm like having trouble remembering what happens in this book. Um, Alexander is at this point the most blatant red herring. Yeah. Because so the library closes. She's kind of had her like weird little tiff with Alexander. And at this point, Della and Bran are still in the hospital. Bran has called her to say that she's in danger in a weird like sleepy state. And she hears some noise coming from the basement. And she's like, oh, God. What if Robin fell down there and he needs help? But that, that must be where he is because I haven't seen him all day. So she's like, Robin, Robin. Like, 
He can't answer. <laughs> He's just going to be like, what is she doing? Maybe. <laughs> Clap his hands. So then she makes her way down there and she hears a door slam. So she's locked in the basement. And then she realizes that underneath the drop cloth is Robin himself stabbed through the center with a piece of like rebar or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, it's just like the bird. <laughs> so she, she has a slightly different tone yeah. than that to yeah. her thoughts. Yeah. No, she's panicking. She's Oh, freaking. my God. Again? Oh, what is up with this bird? <laughs> what a week. <laughs> this bird. Um, And then what happens after that? Bran comes in, right? Yeah. And then Bran comes in. And then. Oh, they're running around the library. Yeah. They're just and running. They're like. They lose each other, and then, bam. Oh. Well, then Alexander comes, remember? And she stomps. On his face? On his face. <laughs> stomps his face. That didn't happen before? Mm-mm. That's, like, right when she's, like, running in the in the library. She's already lost Bran. She's like, I don't know, and, like, running around. So she stomps on Alexander's face, and then, boom, Miss Finch. Mm-hmm. It was Miss Finch. Finch. I was shocked. I was shocked. I was too. shocked. I mean, I had briefly considered because it's like there are only so many characters. But right. I was like, that doesn't make sense. This came so out of left field that I was borderline irritated. I it felt yeah. like too easy. There was one line that I think was maybe put in after. Yeah, I don't know. That was like after the whole book had been written and there was like a second pass. At the beginning, when she's like, well, I miss everyone's always talking about how Miss Finch is like lame. And she's my dad, dad says yeah. that, you know, you shouldn't judge people because you don't know what made them how they are. You don't know what happened in their life. And then she's like, on an unrelated note, someone said that Miss Finch's heart had been broken. And that's why she's like that. Or that she eats, eats children. So that's. It, it is insane. It's, and, but otherwise, there's the reason nothing. she was doing this is because she and Kathleen's dad used to be a couple like maybe like high school sweetheart type situation seems like kathleen's dad left miss finch for kathleen's mom now that they had divorced miss finch is like now is my time to shine Mm -hmm. and it's like but first i'm just gonna have to kill kathleen Mm -hmm. why she's (laughs) or she's like you would take up too much of his time or something like that. So she's like, I want him all to myself. Yeah, she was like delusional because she was like, well, at first I thought everything had been solved when your mom left your dad, but then you stuck here. And um, like I needed to have him to myself, so I wanted to kill you. And then I was like, I'm going to do a rash of teenage killings so that people will think it's a crazed lunatic. And- you had to cover it up. I mean, I guess all those people wouldn't have died if Kathleen had just died in that house fire. Yeah. But why? (laughs) So then just kill them and then kill Kathleen at the library. Why are you tormenting her with clues the whole way? Yeah, why is she giving her clues? Why would you give her a bunch of weird mysteries to solve? That was like a bunch of stuff that was like un. That made no sense. Yeah, it was like unexplained. Because like, if she just wanted to get her out of the picture, she could just kill her. Just get her out of the picture. But I don't get why the game. Or like, even sure, rash of teenage killings. Okay, kill a bunch of them. 
but she doesn't have to leave the clues. What's with the books and the? She's a librarian. She's they like books. I mean, I get it that she's crazy, but she should still make some sense. And I think there should have been an explanation of her like delusional behavior because like here I'll read a. Oh, this is her monologue. Mm Hmm. Very slowly, Kathleen lowered herself to the floor. After several seconds, Miss Finch nodded and began to speak. Once upon a time, there was a girl who fell in love with a handsome young man. She would have done anything for him, given him anything, but he married someone else. And they had a daughter. You could have been mine, Kathleen. You should have been mine. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, wait, what the she's what? She's like, you know the rumor that I was in love once. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. I could have left. I could have, but I chose not to. I stayed right here in right. Fremont so I could watch him being happy, watch him have the home and family I always wanted. Blah, blah, blah. Then it was a miracle, given a second chance because of the divorce. <laughs> Only one problem now, Miss Finch said thoughtfully. You. You're, you're not so different, Kathleen. You laugh behind my back just like the others. Don't you think I know how people make fun of me? Italics. <laughs> how they've been trying to get rid of me for years. So I thought about this for a very long time, very, very carefully, and I decided to get rid of the other young people around you, a rash of teenage killings. People would think it was some serial killer who hates kids, and your father would send you to live with your mother. So she never planned on killing Kathleen. Yeah. She couldn't wait a fucking year for her to go to college. That's the thing. Just wait a year. Good Lord. She's too so impatient. Like, and she's really jumping to conclusions about what Kathleen's dad's reaction is going to be. He's going to go, a rash of teenage killings. You must go live with your mother. Yeah. But that's not necessarily what would happen. And then she's like, but you. When we saw what his reaction was. Something. His reaction was just to be like, man, that sucks. But like, I got to go to this meeting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vivian's like thrown into the sea <laughs> yeah she well she's like you'll find her when the tides change when i'm like wait are they by the ocean i was like where are they oh, yeah. where, where well, are they? they did keep talking about the beach they did mm-hmm. what oh because the girls were gonna go to the beach that's right the mean girls she did want to go to the beach after so all I, I guess kathleen like almost didn't see miss finch because she fell out of a window again <laughs> And then wakes, like, as she's coming out of whatever, she's like, Miss Finch, we've got to get out of here. And Miss Finch is like, you're not going anywhere, my pretty. So she falls, and then Miss Finch reveals herself. The only reason Kathleen did see her is because Miss Finch arrived Mm -hmm. and revealed herself. Mm -hmm. She... And then she's like, because you saw me, I have to kill you. And it's like, the only reason I saw you is because you... Came up and walked up to me. Yeah. You. What are you talking like, about? Like, I was passing out on the stair- stairs because yeah, I could fell out of a me. fucking window. You could have yeah. just peaced out. And look, I am a shambles. I've look, been through quite listen, the week, as you know. My arm's a mess. I've, I've fallen out of two windows. Why are you walking up to me? Yeah. Look, you can keep going. Yeah. Keep stepping. You're good. <sighs> just go kill the others. Kill the others. Robin's already dead. And, like, if her concern is that, like, well, I can't kill the others without Kathleen seeing me. I can't blow up the library. Kathleen's here. She'll see me. I'll just have to kill Kathleen. 
then blow up the library because yeah. Kathleen, it's like she's already in there. It's a snake eating its own yeah. tail. The logic that you're spewing. I think she doesn't want to actually succeed. You know, deep down, I think she just is crazy. No, she just wants to kill Kathleen. Yeah, she just wants to kill, but doesn't want to come to terms with it because she's like, well, I want to be with what's his name? The dad. Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. But then how does she... A little she... bit of a sloppy ending. Here's what I don't understand. Did not stick the landing. Oh, does she strangle her? What happened? Oh, that's right. The pills. So, Kathleen has all these pain pills because of her arm. Because of her crazy ass gash yeah, on her arm. Yeah, this humongous gash in her arm. And she dissolves them all in this water and she's like, Kathleen, drink all of this. That's an, why was Miss Finch like, I'm going to cut up your arm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be lurking outside the library. Oh my God. And I'm going to grab your wrist and cut up your arm. Like she is tormenting this girl. She is like, I guess that was the theory is like, somebody's been tormenting, fucking tormenting yeah. you. I better send you to live with your mother. Still, <sighs> oh, there's so many better ways to and, go about I mean, this. I was confused because it's like, how did she do all this? That's my question. Like, how did she get the she truck to busy fucking be? So she so she was like, all right, goodbye. I have to go to my uh, seminar. And then is just like sprinting yeah. all around the fucking town. Books it to her car. She's like, got to get those books. Yeah, she's like, I got to get the returns the book. She returns them. Oh, she's like, oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. Oh, runs back to she her runs. car. Okay. Uh, no, I have okay. to get to Kathleen's house. I have to get to Kathleen's house to start a fire. I have to leave the li- that iron on. I have to go turn on the iron. Oh, oh okay. my God. She gets a night's sleep. Okay, good, good, good. We have to wait no, until she's during sleeping. the night. She's, she's got to procure a truck. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's I got to get this truck. truck and I got oh, to figure out how to make those tires. Remote control. I have to slash those tires. I have to put the book in the car. I have to follow them. Oh, my God. I forgot the book at home. I pull over because I slashed her tires. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get So I place the book. I place the book. Then I slash the tires. Okay. I follow them. When they figure it out, they pull over. I'm going to uh, start the truck and the truck. And I'm going to jump out of the truck. I'm going to put a brick I'm on the thing. Jump out of the truck. Jump out. Let the truck. They, they won't okay. even see me. I'm so scared. Okay. I just got a pr- quick break. I'm going to take a power nap. I'm just going to sleep for a little bit. Uh, Woo! Back to the library. Ooh. Okay, get some acid. Back to the library. Get some acid. Oh, well, okay. Well, they're all well, they're all distracted by <laughs> Kathleen. We're running away. Della, Bransman hit. I gotta grab Anna Crennan got, out. I, I, got, out of I gotta car. grab Anna Crennan. Oh my grab god! Anna grab it. Okay. Oh, power nap. <laughs> okay. Book it back to the library. I have to kill a bird. I, oh, I have to kill this bird. I have to kill a bird. I have to, I have to kill to leave a dead and bird. I have to dry it out. Put it out in the sun. Oh, the sun's. Thank God, the sun's so okay. hot today. Okay. Okay. Put it on the top okay. tray. I have a break. I have a break. Oh. I have a break. Okay. I have a break. I have a break. I forgot. I have to get fan of the opera. Oh my God. I gotta go back to the library. Fan of the opera. Okay. Get fan of the opera. I need to get acid. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I so wait, these girls, these girls know Kathleen, right? These I think girls, they do. They I saw them Kathleen. in the car together. I know. I heard something about Monica dating Bran. Whatever. I'll just kill them. I'll tail them for a while. I'm gonna burn Monica's face. I'm gonna burn Monica's face. <laughs> I have to procure acid. <laughs> procure acid. Okay. I'm gonna burn Monica's face. Leave the book on her lap. Uh, take Kathleen the book. runs back into call the police. Take, 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 take the book. book. Take the book. I take the book. Run away. Okay. 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 Who am I kill? I have to kill somebody. Okay, wait. Now I have to wait for like a couple hours. I have to full on kidnap Vivian. I have to kidnap Vivian. Get her in the car. Vivian. I throw her in the ocean. Kidnap Vivian. I have to take her to the ocean. I have to carry the body. Oh, so I have to carry this. This is the first body I have to carry. I've never carried a body before. Now I'm full on carrying a body. Okay. Body in the ocean. Roll her in the ocean. Oh, the tide's not high enough. I have to wait. I'm going to wait for for the tide to come up. I'll take a breath. I'm going to go back to the library. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna uh, kill everyone else. I'm just gonna do it. You know what? This is so tiring. I don't know why I didn't so just tired. bomb the library the first time. I'm gonna run around the library. I'm gonna kill everybody. I'm gonna turn on all the gas. Okay, first. Oh wait, Robin. Oh no, my no, god, no, okay. I have to kill Robin. I have, I have to, to kill Robin. I guess. Then I have to go. I'm gonna stab Robin. Stab Robin. I'm gonna get some rebar. Stab Robin. 
It's a rebar. Stab ramen. Okay. Oh, Kathleen's kicked Alexander Hodges the third <laughs> in the face. I mean, she's running. It's an unexpected benefit. Okay. 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 While she's riding around with Brand. Okay. She's she's, she's riding around the library. Baseball. But I gotta grab Brand. Okay. I gotta grab Brand. Brand. I gotta grab Brand. I'm gonna just. I'll just hit him. I'll hit him on the head. I'll drag okay. him and Alexander to the basement. Lock them in there. Okay. All the gas now is it's on. my chance of going. Okay. And sometimes it's just, oh my god. Well, Kathleen, <laughs> while you were looking at this, it was my perfect opportunity. Drink these pills while you're passed out. Okay, you know what? Actually, yeah, uh, I forgot out. to dissolve the pills. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, grab, grab just, your pills your, your, your person. I'll just dissolve them all. I'm just gonna have to leave the library. I'm gonna leave the library. Like I said, your, your father was never. my love. <laughs> She has to put on a big show. But really, she's got to be fucking exhausted. She's so tired. She's so Which tired. Which is why, I think, after the kids escape, so she, Kathleen goes yeah. back down and saves the boys, and she's like, I got to just go. And they... And the, it's and exploded. Like, oh, shit. Everybody got out alive. Everybody knows it was me. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to walk into these fucking flames. Yeah, just it is over in. for Miss Finch. She is... N- Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> Nora good in well. the situation just walking to the flames. Yeah. She's like, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And the dad's like, wait. And she's like, no, goodbye. Yep. He's like, we have to save Miss Finch. I still care for you. And she's like, oh, oops. Oh, well. She's like, well, I'm one foot's already in the fire. I already tried to kill all the teens in town. <laughs> You'll never love me after that. I guess I could have just tried to date you without killing everyone. You live, you learn, and then you die. <laughs> Sometimes sooner than one would think. Goodbye. Goodbye. You you learn, you die. <laughs> you learn, you die. So she's so she's stupid. in the fire. And then what cut an to hospital. All's well that ends well. Just like a Shakespeare play. Yep. <laughs> it all ends. It all marriage. ends in wonderful all marriage. All the comedies end in a marriage. All the couples all are the coupled off. All the tragedies end in a death. death. Well, this is, I mean, this is I guess. a combo. Tragic. comedy can i complain about something please in doing an imitation of how tired miss finch would have been i really committed i was taking way too short of breaths do you feel dizzy i'm gonna fucking pass out yeah (laughs) no me too i'm getting like the spots on the sides of my eyes i can't do this podcast it's also very hot in this room i'm so hot we're at the end. I was doing a very long bit. <laughs> Listen, it is better to die doing a bit than to live doing it half-assed. A bit half done is a, a bit. It's a bit undone. not fully lived. <sighs> uh, so Della ends up with horrible Alex. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Be back here. Um. The, rest of the episode. Kathleen ends up with Bran. Della Mrs. comes on real strong. Instantly, she's like, what is What's up? your name? Alexander Hodges the in my pants. <laughs> and he's like, who are you? He's like, well, I guess I guess Kath over here is with Bran. So, yeah, I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. Because he's like, he like looks at her. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, I guess I'm single. He sees them together and he's like, no, I guess I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Bummer. I mean, a week. I can move on. Honestly, Della deserves better. I hope she just uses and loses him. (laughs) It's been been a week. week. Um, and then you know, Mrs. Vanelli is thrilled. 
because everyone's with who she thinks they should be with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we're supposed to be happy. All's well that ends well. Um, I wanted to read. Did you read the um, about the author page? Do you have that? I started to. <laughs> about the author. Richie Tankersley Cusick loves to read and write scary books. Richie enjoys writing when it is rainy and gloomy outside and likes to have a spooky soundtrack playing in the background. She writes at a desk that originally belonged to a funeral director in the 1800s and that she believes is haunted. Halloween is one of her favorite holidays. She and her husband decorate the entire house, which includes having a body (laughs) laid out in state in the parlor, life-size models of Frankenstein's monster, the figure of death to keep watch, and scary costumes for Hannah and Meg, their cocker spaniels. A neighbor recently told them that a previous owner of the house was feared by all of the neighborhood kids and no one would go to the house on Halloween. (laughs) I think she's my spirit animal. The lady doth protest too much, methinks. And she's like, I like scary things. I, I like can prove them. it. I can prove it. I can prove it. Halloween's my favorite. No one ever say I don't like scary things. I love them. Dusk. I love them. <laughs> really, she goes home to her house. She's like, I hate scary things. I hate scary and she's things. She's like, all I want I is a cup things. of tea. I terrify myself when I write these books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing her typing and being like, oh. <laughs> oh, I God, it was just. I'll just have to put on Little Women again. I'll have to fall asleep to Ever After every night. (laughs) Ever After. (laughs) The Drew Barrymore Angelica Houston movie. (laughs) What an interesting poll. I say that because... I'm delirious right now. It is hot and there's no oxygen in this room. (laughs) I should Woo! never have done that bit. No, it's a breathe. It's a breathy bit. We had been talking about how I didn't eat beforehand, and you're welcome. I didn't eat on the podcast. I shouldn't have done it. I'm my blood sugar. My blood sugar has dropped like a rock, <laughs> like a rock. Some the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> dropped. Um, I mean, like a flimsy thing. I will die. Hmm. I and think I we're will done. Scare the shit out of Richie Tankers. Like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> too scary. Oh, that's funny. Ah! Oh, thank you. Um, cool. I mean, we read it, and it was a book. It was a book, and we did read it. I could. <sighs> I am perspiring. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't know if I would have liked this book as a teen. I did not read it as a teen. It was not bad. It was just too. It was too much red herringing. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked and, the idea of working in a library, I, like even though yeah, and li- she old libraries didn't. are spooky. Mm-hmm. But it was, and if 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 she could have like varied it up with the uh, like two formula, uh, two formulaic in the like scary thing happens. Kathleen tries to warn people. Everybody tells her she's being ridiculous. That happens over and over. I think I would have been a little less bummed if people didn't not believe her all the time because that was just a little tiresome it was too much because then it was like it could have just been like her friends get on the case with her like yeah sure figure this out sure everybody's freaked yeah was it old man parsons yeah nope he was a kindly old man who was just shoveling his driveway Mm. and was gonna have a nice christmas eve chat with macaulay culkin Mm -hmm. it was that it was that what Hello? Oh, I'm so tired. Um, well, oh, no. next week, we are going to do 
We're going to start the Forbidden Game trilogy. You're welcome. By L.J. Smith. An episode per book. Yes. Uh, first one being The Hunter. Uh, mm. I've not read these books, so I I'm excited. I've never even heard of I, them. Me too. And but then, they were published in the early 90s. And, and everybody's uh, been asking for L.J. Them. Smith has written like The Vampire Diaries, has yeah. written like a bunch of stuff. So I'm excited so to read yeah. some of her stuff. Yeah, looking forward to it. And Thank these you covers. for suggesting it, everyone in the world. Yes. Um, great. So good times. Um, and we had a few people who were consistently asking us like what our upcoming books were so that they could keep up. So we have made a basic website. Go to teencreepspod.com and we just have like a home landing page and then a reading schedule. I have listed all the books we're planning on reading up until July 12th. So there you go. I was really working hard on this today to the point where I almost didn't give myself enough time to finish the book tonight. <laughs> I was uh, really we wrapped up in it. Another oopsie episode where one of us did not read the book. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. Um so yeah, visit that if you're if you're wanting to follow along. Yeah. And uh Thanks to the suggester of this book, who I think is Books on a Forest, and I apologize if it wasn't. Maybe it was Catherine Haynes, another early adopter. Hi, Catherine Haynes. You're great, too. You suggested something. Could be this. I wrote it down. Maybe it was this. Great. I'm going to lose my mind. Keep it great, babe. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. You can direct all inquiries to teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're reading along with the podcast, you can now find our book schedule at teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy. <laughs>